Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Hi there. We're going to start the show in just a second, but I've got the online shopping special for the holiday season all for you. Just for my listeners, the Clean Phone, the top brand in UV sanitizing, is now offering their top-rated, top-selling, best-reviewed wand product at 50% off and free two-day shipping. Get this. The Clean Phone wand is a handheld UV sanitizer that helps you eliminate 99.9% of bacteria and kill viruses in seconds on virtually any surface. It uses the same proven sanitizing technology employed by hospitals, so you can use it on packages, groceries, keyboards, tablets, money, and more. Take it with you everywhere, and at 50% off and free two-day shipping for a limited time, it's the perfect gift for anyone who needs it. It's super portable, and with days of battery life, you can take it anywhere and make sure your environment is clean and safe. COVID cases are on the rise, so get the Clean Phone wand at 50% off now, and they'll take 60% off a second wand. Two wands, one for 50% off, the second one for 60% off. That's a a huge holiday gift for family and friends. Go to thenewdealshop.com. That's thenewdealshop.com. And now let the cartoons begin. Broadcasting from Resistance Headquarters. Relentlessly fighting back against the clown dictator and his regime of deplorables. Never give up, never surrender. This is the Bob Seska Show, presented by BubbleGenius.com. Halt! Who goes there? Us, of course. Who'd you think? Oh, well, then that's okay. Okay, who, may I ask, are you? We're Rudolph and Hermie and Yukon Cornelius, sir. Who are you? I'm the official sentry of the Island of Misfit Toys. A jack-in-the-box for a sentry? Yes, my name is... Don't tell me. Jack. No, Charlie! That's why I'm a misfit toy. My name is all wrong. No child wants to play with a Charlie in the box, so I had to come here. Bob Seska! Hi, this is Yoko. I want to wish you and your family a very happy holiday season. Give peace a chance. I love you. The Bob Seska Show! Love it when Yoko stops by. From our nation's capital, it is Thursday, December 3, 2020, and this is the Bob Seska Show presented by BubbleGenius.com. Hi, what's up? My name is Bob. Hello, Bob. Hello. Day 1,414 of the Trump crisis, 48 days until Inauguration Day, and let's bring in the goth ninjas. It is Jody Hamilton, Carol Burnett's daughter, <laughs> from, from the From the Bunker podcast. 
from dash the dash bunker.com also sexyliberal.com with all the other sexy liberal podcast network programs it is your uh sexy liberal podcasting superstation right also david yeah. t-rex david t-rex there, there he is David T. Rex Ferguson from the T. Rex Report podcast, patreon.com slash T. Rex Report. Also, astralsummer.bandcamp.com. Brand new single. Uh, is it available now, David? Are we uh, yes, set to sir. go with it? it it's is, there. It is called Sad Season. Is that what it is? That's the title? Yes, sir. Yes. Yeah. I've been listening to the mixes as, as you master the entire thing. And man, it's a great fucking song. And of course, we would play it here if we were rolling out new music this month. But we're not. We're playing all of my favorite women recording artists from the past year. But we will add. Absolutely, get that on in uh, January. Don't I sound like a well, DJ? You do ben Shapiro. Like when you when used to. you get against male artists? It's not a diverse roster with no man. Yeah, go fuck I'm your. Four and a half feet tall. <laughs> that is, oh my god, that is a great Ben Shapiro. We're gonna have to do that more often. <laughs> we could actually do dueling Ben Shapiros with both you and Jody doing your little kid voice. <laughs> Jody also does. Jody, you also I'm do. I'm a great. manly man. <laughs> what are you talking about? I would Bob? never wear a dress. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. So uh, it is called Sad Season. It is at astralsummer.bandcamp.com, and I can verify that it kicks all kinds of ass. It is maybe the best Astral Summer track so far. So there you go. Um, I say, every time we record something, I learn a dozen new things about recording music. Yeah, like, this, this is like the first time I've ever been in the. Like, pretty much all my life as a musician, I've been, like, handing over the tech stuff to straight boys because that's what they're there for. <laughs> um, and now yeah. I'm like, uh, you know, pandemic, I can't just, like, whistle for a Cub Scout or anything, so I've got to, like... Why aren't I doing myself? See, that's the, that's the stereotype, though. Us straight boys, we don't know what we're doing. We just pretend to know what we're doing. That's the secret. Yeah, <laughs> just you're good like, at, like, I don't know. that stuff, like fixing and planing and sanding. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, I know, I know. Well, uh, how was your Thanksgiving vacation, Goth Ninjas? Uh, Jody, did you have a nice time? Do you have a nice uh, week off? Well, uh, yes, and, and as you know how much I weighed on Thanksgiving. Oh, yes, that's um, right. Has there, I got to ask you, has there been another poop, and what do you weigh after that? <laughs> poop that well was, i weighed 100 i weighed 103.6 this morning oh my god a hundred and people are so fucking weird <laughs> we're gonna have to hear about the whole colonic experience too now. yes this was this awesome is- this made my entire thanksgiving week <laughs> jody hamilton and stephanie miller competing in their waif-like thinness and talking about what they weigh after they poop, which was just perfect. And of course, you both stirred up all kinds of controversy Uh, on Twitter. It was hilarious. It was the funniest thing, because basically Lonnie shot the video of Mm. the two of us joking about it and me going, I need to lose 17 pounds to be as thin as she is. And she's, and then, and so we finally got it because she, we had to edit it a little bit. So I finally got it edited. And I, she texted me right as I was going to text her. She goes, I weighed 107 this morning. What did you weigh? And and I said, well, this morning I weighed 104, but then I had a really good poop, so now I weigh 103 and a half. Oh my God. And then she goes, wait, I'll be right back, you know. And then she goes, I oh had a no. poop, but now I weigh 106. You know? Oh shit! And so then everyone's coming in and like what virtue signaling and everything about yeah. competing poops and like the. Well, know. this one woman goes, now I have to lose 60 pounds, and I said, well, a good poop will help. 
Jesus Christ. So, you know, Naturally. every journey begins with the first step. Yeah, every, uh, exactly. Every journey begins with the first poop, right? And, exactly. But, I mean, everyone thought you guys were doing something serious. You were just satirizing all the body image crap Ridiculous. that goes on in Hollywood, right? Yeah. We ate so much food. My niece brought so much food home. And mm-hmm. uh, Stephanie and I both had tofurkey, and we had Brussels sprouts, and I had mac and cheese, and I had stuffing, and I had potatoes. I mean, there was, like, a ton of food here. But, oh, Jesus. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, it was really good. Yeah. In fact, yesterday when I was on the Stephanie Miller show during the commercial break when I first uh, connected on video, Stephanie was eating the largest, like she was eating like half a watermelon. Oh, if yeah. You were to take, like, <laughs> if you were to take a watermelon and split it in half lengthwise from end to end, she just had a giant like Jethro size spoon and she's shoveling this watermelon. <laughs> and uh-huh. uh, I said, oh, my God, that's going to be your two calories for the day. How are you going to yes. eat? Was that a legitimate fart, David? Did you just? No, that was just sputter. I was taking a sip of coffee and it kind of surprised me. <laughs> Well, we do uh, we do have a tape of Rudy Giuliani farting today. I think that's let's just get right to that. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) hell, it's December. It's the end of the year. We're all about poop and fart jokes here. This he's just trying to kickstart his jetpack. (laughs) That's right. So there was uh, this ridiculous hearing. Another fucking cynical cash grab uh, in Michigan, where Rudy Giuliani appeared with quote unquote star witnesses before the uh, Michigan House of Representatives that uh, I forget exactly which committee it was but while Rudy is talking to the committee in the middle of uh, one of his little speeches he farted and of course we have the tape of Rudy Giuliani farting listen for when he says witnesses that's when the fart happens the answer a point of order the answer that I gave you is they didn't bother to interview a single witness there Just was, like they, do. <laughs> they don't want to know the truth. Rudy farted. Rudy's a big embarrassment. <laughs> Rudy Tootie. Um. <laughs> that's it. That's it. Yay. There's oh, the name of today's show. Go. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's just like, if you were to go. It's despicable. There it is. <laughs> I think this is I think this is the closest approximation to the fart sound. It's more like that. It's not it it's not a big. little wet. Let's hear it again. The actual Rudy tape of him farting. Here the, answer, point of order. the answer that I gave you is they didn't bother to interview a single witness. There it was. Just like you. <laughs> single they don't want to know the truth. <laughs> Jesus Christ, what an embarrassment. What a goddamn embarrassment. And see, it doesn't even matter. They just threw him out there. Donald Trump just said, hey, you want some of this uh, cash grab? We can give you some money here. Just It doesn't matter if you go and embarrass yourself. It doesn't matter if you embarrass me, as long as the money keeps rolling in. That's all I give a shit about. $170 million since Election Day. Yeah, yeah. More yeah. money than they were making. They're making more money faster than they were before the election. These goddamn suckers. Uh, it's unbelievable to see them handing over all of their cash to this absolute yeah. ridiculousness. But it, Trump continues to prime the pump, which is a phrase, by the way, that he invented, don't you know? Uh, oh, did he? <laughs> well, that's, remember he said that? He said that he invented the phrase prime the pump. Yeah, by the way, before we talk about uh, Donald Trump's 46-minute rant yesterday on video, um, another thing that he said he invented was vaccines. Yes. <laughs> he said, I came up with vaccines. And that reminded me, back in uh, uh, late 2017, Tony Atamanik and the President Show did a President Show Christmas special on Comedy Central. And the title of the President Show Christmas special was, I Came Up With Christmas 
a <laughs> President Show Christmas special. So it's it's exactly right. Tony Atamanik has predicted so many mm-hmm. things from the Trump years, including I came up with vaccines. Un goddamn believable. You just imagine him well, down I in the bunker the in his lab coat. <laughs> With like, you know, I mean, Trump was actually making vaccines right. You know, I'm yeah. sure that I mean, the QAnon people yes. are convinced, though, that he is exactly that kind of superhero. That he could like stroll up to a molecular biology workstation yeah. and like cop up a vaccine because he's right. magic. And all it is is he's mixing ketchup and mustard together in a little bowl. And that's, oh, here, right. here's your vaccine. I got your vaccine. Put the ketchup and the mustard in the thing and you inject it in there. And then a little bit of disinfectant and some sunlight. And we're all set. Hey. Oh, fucking hell. Well, so he went bananas on video for 46 minutes yesterday. Um, It was heavily edited, but he seems to be, I mean, speaking of Rudy Giuliani and fart noises and Stephanie Miller and Jody Hamilton, yeah, it was really bad. It didn't seem edited. (laughs) Well, there were multiple camera angles, which indicates to me that uh, they cut that thing together. I mean, I don't think he could talk for 46 minutes without tripping over his fucking tongue. So he was obsessed throughout with the notion of dumps. So this is all about a big complaint about the dumps. He even brought out a chart showing a big uh, ballot dump at three o'clock in the morning on uh, what was it? The morning after election night. So it was like late night. We're back over. on the Jody and Stephanie thing. My dump was bigger than your dump. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's I mean, going to be a scatological show today, folks. Yeah, well, this has been the thing. And he was saying this on Hannity the other night, too, just screaming about the dumps. And what happened Matt if dumps. you watched the election, I was called by the biggest people uh, saying, congratulations, well, political people. Congratulations, well, sir. You just won the election. It was 10 o'clock and you looked at the numbers and I'm sure you felt that way. This election was over. And then they did dumps. They call them dumps. Big, <laughs> massive dumps. Uh, in Michigan and Pennsylvania. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Yeah, so here's the thing. Here's the cash grab. Here's their entire scam, right? They spend they spend most of 2020 suing to block the counting of mail-in ballots prior to Election Day in Pennsylvania, Michigan, and Wisconsin. And then when Pennsylvania, Michigan, and Wisconsin start counting their mail-in ballots, Donald Trump defines those as dumps and says that that is somehow illegal, hanky, election fraud, all the rest of it. So this is something that he set up, and we watched him in real time set it up all year long, lawsuit after lawsuit after lawsuit. And then the consequences of the lawsuit are the source of this post-election fuckery that's going on. I mean, it's so obvious. Yeah, it's embarrassingly clear to anyone who's observing what's going on from a reality point of view. But of course, the Red Hats are completely disconnected from reality, and we had a fantastic example of this yesterday. Apparently, Victoria Jackson was a star witness for... (laughs) For Rudy Giuliani and Donald Trump in Michigan. It wasn't literally Victoria Jackson, but someone who looked like Victoria Jackson, like circa 1988. So this star witness in Michigan, uh, her name is uh, Melissa Carone, and she is the perfect example of the red hat psychosis. I mean, she's going to be a Fox News host within the month. I swear to fucking God. This is uh, remarkable. I mean, remember that she is not a prosecutor. She's not prosecuting the Michigan House of Representatives. 
She is just a witness. And so she's supposed to be answering questions. And all she wants to do was is to rant like Donald Trump. Here is uh, Melissa Carone in Michigan yesterday. The, the, poll book, the poll book is completely off. Completely off. Off that by 30,000? I'd say that poll book is off by over 100,000. <laughs> that poll book is it's off by a million, billion, gazillion. That's how far That's a strategic place. Exactly. <laughs> They're in Greenland. I mean, yeah. we're, I, th- I really think that like she and Rudy went out for like margaritas and Mexican food at lunch, <laughs> and they each had like eleven or twelve. Oh, and you're you're giving just, them so much credit for mixing food with their alcohol. They don't mix. Well, food that with explains their alcohol. the flatulence. Yeah, they just, <laughs> the refried beans are coming back on Rudy. They take it straight up. Okay, a little bit more of this tape here. Greenland is a strategic place. <laughs> oh wait, wrong tape. <laughs> and. Uh, uh, they got a lot of valuable minerals. minerals. I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm just saying I, the president Ch- 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 who knows a thing or two about buying real estate. Chuck Todd. Jesus Did Christ. Did you do something with the poll book and do something crazy <laughs> with it? Did you do something crazy with it? Did you do something crazy with it? Behind the bike shed, and you know oh you're, me- you know it's a mess when Giuliani is like trying to say, Giuliani's okay, like, shh, shh, honey, let the dial it back, dial it back, yeah. dial it back. <laughs> yes, he's got his hand on her shoulder, going, uh-huh. hey, come on, calm down. Yeah. She really, she is the drunk girl from SNL. With she is the day. drunk girl. She's yeah, like, yeah. Oh, shut up. Guess how many voters were in that poll book? <laughs> and then, people. And, and then you missed it. She broke out in song. Ah! That was actually Victoria Jackson. That wasn't really Melissa Carell. And Kate McKinnon can't play both Giuliani and this person, so we'll see what happens. No, they might have to bring out Victoria Jackson. They may have to thaw her from her cryogenic freeze and (laughs) wheel her onto stage to play this on SNL this weekend. Let's continue with the actual Melissa Carell, because there's lots more. Why don't you look at the registered voters on there? How many registered voters are on there? Registered voters. Did you do you even know the answer to that? No, I guess it's, I'm trying to get to the bottom zero. of this here. Zero. There's zero. zero. So zero. My question. How many zero? Zero. She's many asking reg- him about the poll book and how many registered voters there are, and she's claiming there are zero registered voters in that book. <laughs> that book is off by at least a hundred thousand. I wrote a written affidavit. Affidavit. <laughs> this guy who's trying to ask her a question is a Republican. Yes, exactly. <laughs> From the Michigan House well, of Representatives. This is one of the most bizarre, like, piranha fights that I yeah. just, like, yeah. watching the Republicans turn on the actual Republicans. Yeah, I mean, they're going after delightful. right now. It's like Lou Dobbs, Lynn Wood, and Sidney yeah. Powell. They all want to, like, have every single Republican in Georgia boycott that election right now because of all of this nonsense. And it's Which insane. is awesome. Great I mean, plan. I love that plan. I, I'm gonna I do, too. I'm going to to that organization. <laughs> I'm yes. going to donate. <laughs> uh, here's a little bit more of uh, Melissa Carone. Then is if the guess how many? Wait, what about what about how what what, 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 about, what about the about turnout rate? A hundred and twenty percent. Let's let Representative wait. Johnson ask his plastic question. <laughs> so the poll book number. Yeah, there, there's two things that could happen here. Either the poll book number, if, if ballots were called multiple multiple times, there, there's two options. Option number one is that the poll book numbers are not going to match. They the, don't. The they actual. don't, yeah. 
not by thousands and thousands of votes. That's not what we see right now. You that, take that's a look again. One. Take a look again. Option number two is that they essentially <laughs> were, people were throwing in names of people say, who didn't vote. <laughs> no, my favorite, though, is when she says 120 percent, it's like, Maybe it was 120% of the vote in 2016, but not 120% of the people that are allowed to vote. I don't think she right. understood that. She doesn't. But if well, you like, watch her expressions, she really thinks she is serving it. She, she thinks does. Yeah. she is yeah. telling these people off and winning. Well, what and she's doing is she's just naming nuts like Donald Trump right. does and like Alex Jones does. Like all they do is they blurt out words that may yeah. sound suspicious, <laughs> but which really aren't. They've got no evidence. So they just say, uh, Dominion. I mean, the votes in the 120% in the counting machines. I was an IT and the worker poll on workers. the stage for Dominion. I wrote a written <laughs> affidavit. <laughs> A written affidavit. Let's, we gotta finish it, but it's so, yeah, we, we gotta, gotta be quiet because it's so hard to tell actually, like what is actually her and what's us in front of her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so let's all sh- 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 dead yeah. people too. So is that let's I guess let is that Representative Johnson ask his question and then when I he's thought that done, was his answer. Okay. Well, I guess uh, that's well, my, that? my question here is why we're not seeing the poll book off by thirty thousand votes. That, that's not the what case. What did you guys do? Take it and uh, do something crazy to it. <laughs> I'm going to stop right there. Holy shit, that is funny. What'd you guys do? Take it and do something crazy with it? Did you guys I try mean, to buy Greenland with it or something uh, crazy? It's the exact oh same tone of voice, I feel like. She's like, so, I mean, these are nice, these drinks, but do you have any cake? You know? Like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, she's just... Oh, I mean, uh, I had two small... Young children at home as opposed to two small old children. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> exactly right. But don't make fun of her because. I'm not a bimbo. <laughs> I don't know whether that's sexist to play that tape or not. The Victoria Jackson tape from 1988. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not a bimbo. The jury, jury's out on that. What do you think, Jody? <laughs> I gotta ask you, what's the propriety of playing that? We're using that word bimbo. Am I gonna get in trouble on Twitter? If the bimbo is there, it's a bimbo. I mean, okay, all right. Well, that's what I'm gonna if go the with. Pointy that. hat fits. If the pointy hat fits, exactly. <laughs> oh shit. Okay. If it so. looks like a bimbo and sounds like a bimbo. So, but, I mean, this is, again, it's important to underscore the fact that this is their star witness in Michigan. Yeah. This is the woman who's going to break it all open for Donald Trump. So look out. She after- might have been more vaguely credible before all the margaritas and Ativan. That may be <laughs> true. It's just like, she really, it's just like talking to a drunk girl at a bar. She's like, guess how old I am. I'm like, no, come on, I guess. don't know, 60? Uh, now guess. Guess how old, shut up. Guess how old I am. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, um... I bet you don't know what I weigh. <laughs> before or after you poop, ma'am. You don't know what I weigh before I poop. <laughs> what? I'm so tired. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> You're steaming up my lapel, ma'am. <laughs> okay. I love you. It's so, so nice. Thank you so much for being here with me tonight. I was so. So did you guys did you guys hear Roger Stone's thing? Roger Stone's got a theory oh. about how uh, the Democrats cheated, and it's my favorite all theory just like, it's of like all of them. North Korean 
Pirates U-boats? Oh, yeah, yeah. U-boats Korean. to Maine? Yeah, like uh, lobsters I pe- apparently were voting in the Maine election. <laughs> Ro- Roger okay, Stone but, says... But, but, okay, so they're going to go from North Korea to Maine? Yeah, yes. It would make they're more sense to go to Washington ISAP, State. Or like, what's the deal? They couldn't just go to Seattle. Right. Yeah, they went through the Panama Canal with all those right. ballots and then dropped no, them off in Maine north. because, yeah. And they came down through Grand Line. See, you gotta just think like a North Korean and that they're not gonna drop it off in a place like Seattle. They're gonna go, shh, they're gonna go to Maine and drop it. See, I'm doing my, <laughs> what is her name? Melissa Carone impression. So from now on, that's the voice of the conspiracy theories surrounding Yeah, that's where they dropped them off. Yes, no, yes. <laughs> No, Maine. Maine. Dropped Maine. I yeah. put him in lobster traps and put the lobsters and you pinchies. You gotta read the actual Roger Stone quote if people didn't think we're making it up. Do you have it in front of you? Um, yes, I do. I have it here. I just learned of absolute incontrovertible evidence of North Korean boats delivering ballots through a harbor in Maine, the state of Maine. <laughs> I'm not making that up. That's what he said. Delivering ballots... Through a harbor in Maine, the state of Maine, Stone said. If this As opposed to Maine City. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. <laughs> if this checks out, if law enforcement looked into that and it turned out to be true, it would be proof of foreign involvement in the election. So this is, again, this is just all bullshit red meat for all of the red hats. This is just, here, have this. Talk about this. We're going to completely That's like undermine. That's stuff, though. Like, these friends of mine had to put their granddad in care when he believed that there were Bolivians on the roof pouring cocaine down the chimney. <laughs> for, I mean, like, that's, the, that's how this sounds. Oh, you know? like, yeah, yeah. North Koreans bringing boats in through Maine. I mean, did, was this like a vision you had after eating a peyote button, Roger? <laughs> like, I mean... That's right. I mean, he was in the middle of a cocaine rant. That's what that was. I mean, you don't want to get in Roger Stone's way when he's having a cocaine rant. Picking out words. Maine, maybe the North Koreans brought some ballots in and they dropped It's a mad lib. Yeah. Actually. (laughs) Donald Trump would have won Maine had it not been for the North Koreans dropping off ballots on the beach somewhere. But that's Roger Stone's theory. But you know what? It's the season finale, and everyone's just trying to outdo their characters. Yeah. It's like Joe Geneva calling for Chris Krebs to be fucking drawn and quartered. Oh, my God. That was one of the most insane aspects of all of this. I mean, Joe Geneva of all fucking people, he's nothing but a circus sideshow in all of this. I mean, he was so fucked up. The guy when he first showed up to the White House to meet Trump, Trump was like, who are these people? They look horrible. Yeah. Like they were so unkempt, like they had slept in their clothes or whatever, and then showed up at the White House. Yeah, they were going to represent uh, Trump in the Russia thing, was it? Or was Mm -hmm. it the Ukraine impeachment trial? I I forget exactly which, but yeah, he. (laughs) The words of the Scottish housekeeper from Absolutely Fabulous Who can say? (laughs) (laughs) Well, he said. I mean, he met with DeGeneva and his wife, Gloria Tensing, and Trump said, ah, I'm not going to hire these people. They're too weird looking. And they're now speaking for him in this cash grab. That's what means Donald Trump doesn't give a shit who's talking for him and who's not. All he cares about is that people are spreading bullshit conspiracy theories that will help him raise money. money. Yes. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. That's why I'm not too bent out of shape over that 46 minute video that he put out yesterday, because it's all just horse shit. He's got no fucking evidence whatsoever other than the fact that, oh, hey, look, Wisconsin started counting mail in ballots, you know, like the court told them to. 
right? Because of a Donald Trump lawsuit, you know, it's just like it's just horseshit. I mean, we all have at this point a pretty good barometer for what's kind of genuine trust, something that we should be worried about when it comes to Donald Trump, and things that we should just look at, acknowledge, and move on because it's just horseshit. And this is one of those things. And there's at this point, there is absolutely no chance. What were uh, now eleven days? from the uh, Electoral College voting. Once that happens, Trump has said recently that once the Electoral College votes, then he'll accept the results. But I don't buy that for a second. He's going to keep... No, because Congress still has to count those votes per se and then yeah. certify the election right. on January 6th or whatever. So, And if anybody questions it, then they have to have an argument about it. And one Republican in the House wants to question it like Maxine Waters did. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, if he gets a senator to do it, he will. Yeah. But I, 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 the only senator that could maybe do it would be like a Rand Paul or a Lindsey Graham, but I, I just don't see them necessarily doing it at that point. Yeah, I don't think so either. Well, at I, that point, I mean, you have to like submit that the votes that are down ballot are right, but the president right. presidential vote is wrong, and that's the key. I mean, that's the key to all of this, and mm-hmm. that exposes the con. I mean, that exposes mm-hmm. the entire goddamn thing because if it was a matter of the ballots themselves, if it was really a problem with the ballots, or it was really a problem with voter fraud or dead people voting or any of the goddamn conspiracies, the Dominion, uh, you know, tabulation machines or whatever it is. If it was really any of those things, there would, one, be evidence, and Mm -hmm. two, they would present the evidence. They would talk Mm -hmm. about the evidence, but there is no evidence. It just doesn't exist. They stipulate in half of these cases, 41 now, I think, and Wisconsin Supreme Court just turned them down, so that's another one out the door. Yeah. Um, Four to one was the ruling, or four to three or whatever, and one of the conservative justices on the Wisconsin Supreme Court Mm -hmm. uh, voted, no, thank you, we don't want to... They just sent it back down to a lower court. They're like, we're not going to touch this. Yeah. yeah. Um, but but basically, they've been stipulating, we're not saying that there was any fraud. We're not. They're stipulating that there's no fraud. Yeah, exactly. But, you know, all this is uh, geared toward Donald Trump pretending to run for president for the next right. four years, yeah. which... Ugh. I don't think he's ultimately going to do it. I mean, I, no. clearly we should keep our eyes hold it together now. Well, I mean, clearly we should keep our eyes open because there's always that possibility. But at the same time, I don't think this has anything to do with legitimately running. I think if anything, it's like a consolation. It's like, don't worry, little boy. We're going to let you do it again. We're going to let you go on the ride again in four years if you're a good boy. And okay, great. Yeah, that makes me feel a lot better about this one that I lost miserably. And so maybe that's it. Maybe that's the entire point of it. In addition to raising as much money as he possibly can, either pay off debt or just jam it right into his fucking giant pockets. So uh, it's a number of different options, but they're all crooked. I mean, it's all part of the scam. And I've got zero sympathy, zero sympathy whatsoever for anyone. Pending litigation, yeah, Yeah. so much pending litigation at the state and municipal level. Oh yeah, yeah. That's what like lulls me to sleep at night. The Mm. thought of sixty-seven sealed indictments in the hands of Letitia James, the New York State federal Mm. prosecutor. Oh yeah, and there are some other things that we want to talk about too in the category of locking them up. There's a Justice Department thing. There's a DC thing, and we're going to talk about all of that. Plus, I want to play this tape of Gabriel Sterling from uh, your home state of Georgia, T-Rex, because this yes, was, this was, and I've been saying this on all the various shows this week, John Fugel saying on Stephanie Miller's show, this was the 
have you left no sense of decency, yeah. sir, moment of it this was. entire process? Maybe not in the entire Trump crisis, but certainly this post-election period. Like, stop the fuckery. Stop the right. hammering is basically <laughs> what Gabriel Sterling stop was like. the hammering. Yeah, yeah. Even his sign language interpreter looked angry. I mean, it was, mm. if you watch the sign language, the guy doing the interpretation, yeah. his, his, his signing was just as... as Full of fury mm-hmm. as the voice uh, of the of the. He's a the, gay guy. He's out of the closet and very like. Yeah, open. Is he? Yeah, I'm, yeah, he's a bear. Oh, so he's all he's all that know him. Yeah, he's, he's so. a log cabin Republican then, huh? No, no, he's no, he's kind of apolitical from what I understand. Gabriel Sterling? I, I thought he was a Republican. Not Gabriel Sterling, the, the sign language guy. The oh, the sign language, language guy. guy. Oh, I don't give a shit about the sign language guy. <laughs> I was like, oh, uh, that's in- that's an interesting detail about Gabriel Sterling. And now he's like, I've got to sue that Bob Seska show. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> the holiday season is the one time of year we all get to indulge in our favorite traditions and feel like a kid again. No matter what you celebrate, everybody shares in the spirit of giving, whether it's giving gifts to our favorite people or spreading cheer to everybody around you, you know, like I always do. Hmm? This year, give yourself and the ones you love an opportunity to look as young as the season makes you feel with, of course, Plexiderm. Plexiderm is a clinically studied serum that gives your appearance the right kind of changes, visibly reduce wrinkles, fine lines, even under eye bags in just a matter of minutes. Plexiderm also works on laugh lines. Number 11s and crow's feet, too, take up to 10 years off your appearance in less than 10 minutes. You can try a six-application trial pack for just $14.95 with free shipping when you visit buyplx.com slash sexyliberal or call 800-685-1292 and say the code sexy liberal. This order also comes with free shipping and a 30-day money-back guarantee in case you don't like it. Make those wrinkles, lines, and under-eye bags disappear with Plexiderm. Visit buyplx.com slash sexy liberal or call 800-685-1292 and say the code sexy liberal at checkout. Thank you. The Bob Seska Show. Faves from 2020. This is the great Marina Rocks covering all along the Watchtower from uh, her album The Comeback Kid. MarinaRocks.com. That's M A R I N A Rocks.com. We, we rolled this out in February, premiered Marina Rocks on the show back in February. So, so long ago. I'm so glad I could play it again here. In our uh, December of women recording artists here leading up to our uh, Christmas break at the end of the month. So uh, make sure to support all of our independent recording artists. And if you want to submit early for uh, January songs, our January playlist, make sure to submit to bobseska.com slash music. And you don't really spell it that way. It's just bobseska.com slash music. Traditional spelling of music. Um, Okay, let's go down to uh, Georgia and hear from Gabriel Sherman, who is not gay. Um, (laughs) 
<laughs> oh man, when the gay rumors start about this guy and it's our fault, it's uh, yeah. D- despite my here use we go. Of, despite my use of the designing women version of George on my mind. He's... Now this was a badass thing here. This was incredible. When I first heard this, I was like, you know, I wonder what Donald Trump was thinking when he saw this video because he had to have seen it he had to have seen this it was all over the fucking news um and it's certainly all over the internet so let's play uh gabriel sterling a lot of you have heard this already but we have yet to play some of it on the show we're gonna play it's i think it's a four minute tape we're gonna play 30 seconds of it you're gonna get the idea good afternoon my name is gabriel sterling i'm the voting system implementation manager for the state of georgia and just to give you all a heads up, this is going to be sort of a two-part press conference today. And at the beginning of this, I'm going to do my best to keep it together because it has all gone too far. All of it. Joe DeGeneva today asked for Chris Krebs a patriot who ran CISA to be shot. A 20-something tech in Gwinnett County today has death threats and a noose put out saying he should be hung for treason because he was transferring a report on batches from an EMS to a county computer so he could read it. It has to stop. Hmm. Mr. President, You have not condemned these actions or this language. Senators, you have not condemned this language or these actions. This has to stop. We need you to step up, and if you're going to take a position of leadership, show some. Hmm. My boss, Secretary Raffensperger, his address is out there. They have people doing caravans in front of their house. They've had people come onto their property. Trisha, his wife of 40 years, is getting sexualized threats through her cell phone. Fuck. It has to stop. This is elections. This is the backbone of democracy. And all of you who have not said a damn word are complicit in this. Yeah, I think that's that's good. That's fucking great. And see, I, I just is kind of—I don't know—but the beginning it sounds to me like he's about to start singing "Proud Mary." <laughs> he's like, "We're gonna do the beginning of this easy, and we're gonna finish it up rough." <laughs> rolling, but rolling. I, yeah. And but, by the time he gets to the like, this is enough, and it's like river, do do do. Yeah, hits the hook right. Um, <laughs> But one of the things he's pointing out here is exactly what I'm talking about. The consequences of their naming nuts strategy, right? Where they just name, it's like with, you know, I said before, it's like with Alex Jones. He would just start listing the names of alleged villains and, you know, kind of framing them in a way that, well, all you got to do is hear the name. You got to know they're crooked. Like Raytheon, Bechtel, IBM, the Bilderbergs, Trilateral Commission. They're George all- Soros. George Soros. Yeah, right. You get your George Soros checks. The shape-shifting lizard people from outer space. He never really actually said anything other than the name of the boogeyman, right? Right. And that's what they're doing now with people. 
they'll just pick some person who was associated with counting the votes, some low-level official like this 20-year-old kid who uh, Gabriel Sterling was talking about who's getting death threats and so on. People are showing up outside their houses and threatening their wives. and Just unfucking believable And all that is is Joe DeGeneva and these fucking twisted red hats just going, that guy. What? What about that guy? Well, that guy. That guy's doing. We got a picture of him using a voting machine. Yeah, that guy's doing things. Look over there. Look at that guy. Like Donald Trump does it all the time. Look at Philadelphia. Look at Wisconsin. Look at the thing. Look at Dominion. Look at these guys. Look at, look at, look at. He's always done the look at game. For four fucking years, it's always been, look at this, look at that, look at this, look at Adam Schiff, look at Shifty Schiff. What about that? Yeah. yeah, what about this, what about that? It's the, yeah, it's the Soviet whataboutism, you know, that we've been all so familiar with all these years with Donald Trump. It's the same fucking scam over and over again, and they keep falling for it. They're so desperate, they're so sad, they're so impotent with their rage, they keep falling for it. It's unfucking ble- and now it's just like open their wallet here. We're not working right now because of the economy, but here's the rest of our money, Mr. President, because I'm a big fucking sucker. <laughs> I'm easily led. I can be duped into fucking anything. Hey, if you happen to be a Nigerian prince, send me a bunch of emails. I'm going to give you my, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? It's just, it's like that level yeah. of naivete and fucking gullibility. You, you wonder, okay, why are they still doing these same phishing scams and so on? Well, it's because people still fall for it. Because they work. Yeah. They yeah. get an email that says, hey, look, I want to transfer $10 million into your checking account. Just give me your bank account number and I'll transfer the money in there. You know, because I'm I'm on the lam or whatever the excuse is. And like, okay, here you go. Mm, my checking account number. <laughs> fucking stupid fucking morons. The most amazing thing. Maybe the most amazing thing in the last four years is that, and forgive me if I'm repeating myself, but the world's most notorious con man, the world's most notorious fucking liar, according to these people, is the only person in the world who's telling the truth. Mm -hmm. That's how fucking upside down the United States is right now. 70 million people believe that the world's most notorious con man is the only one who's telling the truth and everyone else is the liar, right? So Donald Trump, who we all know has operated under the table for many, many years, he's the guy who's operating completely on the level and everyone else is unfairly targeting him because they just Trump bad, orange man bad. I had to fucking eviscerate a guy on Twitter this week for saying, it was a a red rose, you know, sort of the Ryan Knight crowd. Coming after me saying, the only reason you voted against Trump is because Trump bad. Orange man bad. That's all you guys are about. Orange man bad. And you want to really infuriate me? (laughs) Diminish diminish four years of crimes and, and destruction to our democracy. Four years of locking up children. And four years of covering up sexual assault of women. And diminish that all down to us just going, I fucking hate the orange man. I just don't yeah, like. The, just I don't like the we looks personally of dislike him. That's the only thing. It's got nothing to do with kids in cages. Yeah. Or uh. it's like it's like there's no reason, there's no logic behind why we are fucking disgusted with this goddamn pus monster. 
You know, I keep hearing newscasters lamenting that tens of millions of people are going to think that Joe Biden's an illegitimate president. And I'm like, well, that didn't. I mean, that's what we had to deal with four yeah. years ago. We we mm-hmm. sucked it up. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> we knew he wasn't supposed to be there, but yeah. we dealt with it. Like, just suck it up, red well, hats. Just. But know, I mean, that ahead. was the, that was the theme of his speech yesterday, or whatever the fuck that was, for 46 minutes, talking about how Joe Biden and the Democrats have stolen this election. This has been a big, no. ongoing plot to rig the votes, to eliminate Trump votes and make sure that all of the, you know, black people votes are are unfairly counted against Donald Trump. I mean, that's the entire scam. So let's get into uh, locking them up. (laughs) So uh, the Justice Department, and this happened after Tuesday's show, of course it did, happened like five minutes after Tuesday's show. Like this news came down and it was gigantic news. Justice Department is investigating potential bribery for pardon schemes involving a large political contribution in exchange for a presidential pardon by the White House. Heavily redacted documents revealed that prosecutors were investigating whether two individuals approached senior White House officials as unregistered lobbyists and secretly lobbied or paid bribes to obtain a pardon for someone convicted of a federal crime. And I, I'm pretty sure one of the people who approached the White House is a lawyer with a short name, with very few characters in their name, based on the redaction, because the redaction for the name of one of the culprits is uh, very short. Uh, I let the speculation begin. The documents also show uh, that a lawyer or a federal What has Judge Ito been up to? Judge, Judge Ito. Oh, my God. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, that, I mean, we're going all the way back to... Oh, That's the shortest name I can think of. We're doing all the oldies today. We're playing all the hits. Uh, the documents also show that a lawyer for a federal convict had discussions with the White House Counsel's Office about a pardon or commutation. <coughs> Paul Manafort. <coughs> mm-hmm. It's Paul, probably Paul Manafort. Who, yeah. uh, who's Paul Manafort's lawyer? I wonder. Maybe this goes back to prior to Roger Stone being, uh, his sentence being commuted. So maybe it was Roger Stone's lawyer. And for that matter, Stone is a rather short last name. I mean, not that he was necessarily the lawyer. I have to double check the uh, redactions again. But uh, it's entirely possible that it was Roger Stone. I wouldn't put it past him. He's a fucking scumbag. The documents do not name the individuals involved or Trump. Really see, though, Stone doesn't have the resources for a substantial bribe. I mean, he's having to shill for legal fees on Patreon. Yeah, that's true. Nothing against Patreon. We love Patreon. Yeah. Um, well, these guys always know. find ways to find money. I mean, the conservative entertainment complex is just a gigantic slush fund. I mean, it really it, is. Uh, uh, Todd Blanche was Manafort's lead attorney as of last uh, year. So I'm not finding anything more recent than that, but it was Todd Blanche was Manafort's lead attorney in November of 2019. Spell Blanche. Spell that name. Do you see it? B-L-A-N-C-H-E. Could be Blanche. That's a short name. Yeah, it's Paul Blanche. Todd your, Blanche. Oh, Blanche. Yeah. Ah, Blanche. <laughs> yeah, in that chair, Blanche. Yeah, in the chair. <laughs> Trump discussed also uh, whether to grant preemptive pardons to Junior, Eric Trump, Ivanka Trump, Jared Kushner, and Rudy Giuliani. While Junior was under investigation but never charged by Bob Mueller for his contacts with Russians offering damaging information on Hillary Clinton during the 2016 campaign, any potential criminal exposure of Eric Trump or Ivanka Trump is unclear, 
Kushner, meanwhile, omitted several contacts with Russians offering damaging information on Clinton during the campaign when he filled out uh, a form for his White House security clearance. Trump also discussed preemptively pardoning Rudy Giuliani, as I said there. Um, Yeah, I mean, this is no surprise. Trump also said yesterday, I believe he tweeted that he's not going to pardon himself because he's not guilty of anything. (laughs) Trump always makes things worse for Trump, right? I mean, I don't know how they're gonna. He can't pardon himself. I mean, they like. I mean, no. just like the language of the Constitution, the pardon is a grant from one official to another. You yes. can't grant yourself something that you do not have. Well, he's so, gonna. I have a feeling he's gonna try at least. Don't you yes, think? I do too. Yeah, I think it's possible. I think he's gonna try, and it's just gonna have to be. I mean, and also pardoning people that were part of a conspiracy to break the law with yeah. him being involved. Um, that's also seems sketchy. <laughs> right, right. And and remember what he's doing here uh, and what he has done for four years now. It's like the velociraptors in Jurassic Park. He's testing the fences. Like yep. he's, he's testing mm. for weaknesses in the uh, judicial system. Like he finds like, okay, that's why these lawsuits are so scattered just randomly across all of these states because what they're doing is they're just waiting for a teeny tiny opening that they can exploit. Some official somewhere, a judge somewhere goes... Hey, you know, that little detail that you mentioned there, that little th- that witness or that affidavit or that thing, that story, that tall tale you're telling, that sounds interesting to me. Maybe I'll put an anonymous hold on whatever and gum up the entire however mm. the uh, the weakness plays out. That's what they're kind of looking for. You know, like Amy Coney Barrett is a weakness put into the system. Like they know that if it comes down to Amy Coney Barrett, they may just have an opportunity. Or Judge X, or you know, uh, House of Representatives member Y, or someone in Michigan or Georgia or whoever. That's mm. the entire game that they're hoping maybe will give them an opportunity to overturn the entire election. But I don't think it's going to happen, and in the, I don't think they think it's going to happen either. Trump doesn't have any care for the consequences of all the garbage that he's saying, of the violence that could erupt, or oh, yeah, the yeah. instability that we could have from an entire segment of the population refusing to acknowledge the presidency. Yeah, yeah. But um, I mean, that's part of the scam, too. I mean, again, this is all part of undermining and sabotaging the Biden administration. Which, uh, if Mitch McConnell gets his uh, gets his way out of these uh, runoff elections, he's going to participate in quite heavily. But the good news is that uh, some recent polls, I think there was one out today, shows both uh, Warnoff and Ossoff leading uh, against yeah. uh, Kelly Leffler and David Perdue. Well, because yeah. the Republicans aren't going to vote in Georgia. They've been told not to. Yeah. In fact, I think but Warnoff... also, I mean, you could not ask for a couple of less charismatic people. I mean, she really is like Cruella DeVille. She's like a Disney villain, and she's got like wads of money falling out of her butt, literally. <laughs> hey, speaking and... of that, let's go back to this. Go back to this real quick, because Ivanka is also in trouble. Oh, wait. Yep. Deposition. Yeah, yeah she was deposed uh, yesterday in D.C. There's apparently an investigation in the city of D.C. I think it's a lawsuit by D.C.'s attorney general over the inauguration. This is fucking great. Ivanka Trump, the president's daughter and advisor, sat for a deposition Tuesday with investigators from uh, uh, Washington, D.C. and the attorney general's office as part of its lawsuit alleging misuse of inaugural funds. Uh, and this is something Rachel Maddow has been covering heavily for, for quite a while now. And, of course, Ivanka did her version of so unfair, it's a witch hunt, uh-huh. stupid, stupid. This week, she said, I spent five-plus hours in a deposition with the Democrat D.C. AG's office. That's all you need to know about where Ivanka Trump is, the Democrat 
DC AG's uh-huh. office. Yeah. It's fucking democratic, you fucking babies, you fucking children. I know, I know. Well, it's that this was coined in the. 50 or in the yeah in the 50s it was <clears throat> McCarthy and others said if you're going to say democrat emphasize emphasize the rat yeah. first off mm-hmm. and secondly don't call them democratic call them democrat this democrat that when that is not even a thing yeah yeah <laughs> it's totally the shibboleth for radical republicans i mean you hear uh-huh. a republican we don't call you guys republicans <laughs> right <Like laughs> Well, Just yeah, back I mean, be- off. because we're not children. You don't hear Nancy Pelosi calling them refuglicans or whatever the right. fuck the portmanteau is that we're using this week. You know, you just don't see that. But from the Republican leadership, this is the dichotomy here. You got the adults on one side who, yes, they're flawed and they make mistakes, but they act like grownups. And then on the other side, you got a bunch of fucking children with their frivolous lawsuits and their Democrat Party little bullyish name calling jabs. I mean, and that goes up to the fucking president. The, and the f- previous fucking, George W. Bush used to say Democrat Party. Mm-hmm. <sighs> so, uh, the Democrat DC AG's office, Ivanka Trump says, where they questioned the rates charged by the Trump Hotel at the inauguration. I shared with them an email from four years ago where I sent instructions to the hotel to charge, quote, a fair market rate. Well, that's a loaded fucking instruction. Mm-hmm. I mean, a fair market rate when all the hotels are filled in D.C. because of the inauguration, the fair market rate is a gouged rate. I mean, that's mm-hmm. the Trump way. I mean, they, they right. say everything is and fair. the email can say one thing, but the phone conversations or right. just what, you know, it could say an entirely different set of instructions. I mean, this is hardly. Just know. look at the bills. Yeah, that's exactly. It. Look at the bills and compare it to other similar hotels in the in the area. And you go, OK, you know, the, the high end, whatever Hilton is charging X amount of dollars a night. Mm-hmm. But you guys are charging double or triple that. That's not a fair market value. Yep. Exactly. She said, uh, this inquiry is another politically motivated demonstration of vindictiveness and a waste of taxpayer dollars. That is the, ah, it's so unfair. Fake news. Oh, honey, Witch you hunt. haven't seen vindictive. <laughs> no collusion. <laughs> the things that I have not written in the last year about you. <laughs> oh, my God. The petty, petty things. I mean, really, like, I've been very, very nice to Ivanka. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think we all have. I, want I, to, think- I could be Richard Petty, the third. Yeah, well, you're going to have plenty Petty of... Petty Crocker. You're going to have plenty of opportunity to use those words, so make sure you remember what you were going to yeah. say about Ivanka, because at some point soon, she's going to run for president. And I don't know. Uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> Somebody on Twitter called her a... Yeah. No, 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 no. Somebody no, called no. her a purse-mouthed minge. And I'm just <laughs> like... <laughs> I think that was Talia Levin at Chick in Kiev. Um, of course, right? <laughs> that will be her. That will be her walking on and walking off stage music. <laughs> Perfect. Okay, uh, quick break. We're in the cell block. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Back with more show right after these words. You can't always get a clean you can feel good about inside and out unless you're using Bubble Genius Bath and Body Products. See, Bubble Genius is a woman-owned small business proudly creating our vegan-friendly products in America and supporting other U.S. businesses by buying our ingredients and supplies from them as often as possible. Plus, you'll be hard-pressed to find packaging as recyclable as ours. Visit BubbleGenius.com and check out our cause-related items too, like our global warming soap and a lot more. 
We donate our proceeds for those items to worthy causes, like organizations combating climate change and mountaintop removal mining. Good stuff like that. We also send our products to the troops overseas through our Buy a Soldier a Shower campaign. Because the least we can do is keep them smiling and smelling great, right? So visit BubbleGenius.com and feel good and clean. Bubble Genius, doing our part to make the world a better place, one bathtub at a time. That's BubbleGenius.com. Bob Seska. Blowing out my headphones. This is uh, Flying mm. Jacob from Baltimore. Obviously, those of you following the music on the show know that it's one of my favorite bands that we have uh, premiered this year on the podcast. Uh, this is she you. Is so good. Yeah, she's great. Uh, this is uh, You Consume Me from their Renew EP, FlyingJacob.com. We premiered uh, uh, this uh, this particular song. is the first song we played from Flying Jacob back in uh, July. July. So grateful to have these guys uh, on the show. And uh, holy shit, I can't wait she till this. She really makes you feel the wind in your in her hair, you know? Yeah. I mean, and, like, and There's something so like thrilling about the way she sings. Yeah, the, whole, the band is awesome, too. The band kicks major ass. Oh, yeah. And the entire EP, the entire Renew EP, every single song is fucking perfect. It's just outstanding. And I just I can't wait for this pandemic to be over so I can drive up to Baltimore and see Flying Jacob live in concert. They're just like 45 minutes away at the very most. So, holy God. Okay, so let's get it back into things here. Um, Jody, you're awful quiet today. Is everything okay? I'm just listening to the two of you. <laughs> Aww. You know, people are tuning in for the goth ninjas. <laughs> <laughs> but, oh, you know, but maybe I just took it somewhere and did something crazy to it. Well, David, we did talk about her pooping at the top of the show. That is for true. Ten yeah, minutes. Did, yeah. so, that is yeah. true. I so, mean, I think we've covered everything on my side of the planet. <laughs> yeah. Cut her a break, will you? Oh, my God. So, um, so tr- Trump is blocking the, speaking of poop, he's blocking the NDAA, the new defense spending bill. Yeah. Uh, threatening to veto it unless Congress passes a law that would repeal Section <laughs> 230 of the fucking uh, uh, Communications Decency Act of 1996. I think that's the name of the law. And we have all of this to thank. We have all, it is all because of the hashtag Diaper Dawn. Yes, exactly. it is. <laughs> that's why he wants to look. Let's make this entirely clear. Donald Trump wants to defund the military because uh-huh. people because people said it looks like he wears a diaper. Yep. I mean, that's the insanity of where all of this is. I mean, defunding the military. Remember the exit poll. The one exit poll that everyone's talking about is that people voted against Joe Biden who might have otherwise voted for him because of the defund the police slogan. 
even though Joe Biden and the entire Democratic Party distanced themselves from it, said that we don't agree with that slogan. It doesn't belong to us. Don't tag us with this. Donald Trump, meanwhile, you know, the world's most notorious con man, the world's most notorious liar, said, you know, was saying all summer long, ah, yeah, Joe Biden wants to defund the police. And the people believed the notorious liar over the honest man who was running against him about defund the police. So now, after all of that, Donald Trump is literally threatening to defund the military and not just active duty military, but veterans too. You know, the suckers and losers. And it's all because people thought that he was wearing a diaper. And this is, I guess this would... Sitting at that little tiny table. What? The little tiny <laughs> Yeah, Somebody you only do that. Staff, it's so sick of his shit. Yeah. No, no, no. You only they usually have them sit on a small desk like that if they're signing legislation and there's a bunch of people behind them so mm-hmm. that everybody can get in the shot. That's usually what that stupid thing is used for. Yeah. Um and you'll see other presidents sitting at a small desk signing legislation with a group of people. But to do that all by himself, it's like, <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, and it wasn't even the small desk. It was the fact that the way he was sitting in that spindly piece of antique furniture where he's got his ass sticking way out, like he always does. If you see him from the profile, we talked about this a little on Tuesday, too. He's you see like the front end of a centaur. <laughs> exactly right. right. He leans forward for some reason, and his ass sticks way out. He sits the same way every time. Every time he's seated in a chair, he's got his his butt sticking way back there. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how it held up his copious <laughs> girth, but somehow that piece of spindly antique furniture did it but it looked like and the speculation at the time was oh it's a diaper and i guess that started with noel castler who worked on the apprentice well no but i mean the way that he's i mean he's wearing shapewear yeah wearing some kind of spanks or something and it's squeezing the flesh that it would otherwise be around his middle and hips out to the ass end so it makes his ass look inflated like a beach ball yeah so if you like looks or he does apparently wear an incontinence diaper i mean you don't you could just i don't know Ah, he's yeah. just so he's so repulsive on every level, and you know that probably in person he probably has like terrible breath, but wears a lot of cologne yeah. and reeks of hairspray, and it's just like an assault on the senses. Yeah. Well, in case you're unfamiliar with the law, by the way, Section 230 protects online platforms like Twitter and Facebook from being sued for hosting uh, offensive third-party content. So because of Section 230, I can't sue Twitter because of Donald right. Trump's tweets. I would have to sue Trump directly. It right. also Devin Nunez's cow. Yes, yeah, exactly right. You can't sue Twitter over that. That's the protection right. that 230 provides the uh, social media platforms, any online platform for that matter, a blog. Uh-huh. You can't be if you run a blog, you can't be sued by something that's happened in the comments unless right. you somehow sanction or ask for the offending right. comment. So that's the whole point. And if Donald Trump wants to get rid of Section 230 so he can sue Twitter over the probably the diaper Don hashtag. hashtags. Yeah. Yeah. Which Twitter has nothing to do with. No, it has nothing to do with it. But Donald Trump thinks they do. He said uh, in a tweet uh, on the same day, this gave us the impression that he knows about Diaper Don, which made me so happy. He tweeted, Twitter is sending out totally false trends that have absolutely (laughs) nothing to do with what is really trending in the world. They make it up and only negative stuff. And then for some reason, stuff is in quotes. I have no idea what that means. Uh, Same thing will happen to Twitter. Twitter as is happening to Fox News daytime. 
I don't know what that means either. Also, big conservative discrimination, exclamation mark. So, yeah, this is conservatives getting a, a banned or deplatformed for spreading disinformation, for lying, for doing all the rest of it, hate speech, and so on. It's not like they're being targeted. They just want to be able to say whatever the fucking stupid shit they want to say. And meantime, Donald Trump wants to be able to sue Twitter. He wants to be able to sue Facebook, for that matter. He wants to be able to sue We've them all. We've got to prosecute. I see these occasional editorials from very rich people who live yeah. in Washington who are like, we shouldn't prosecute. And I'm just like, we absolutely should. Yeah. Because he needs to be held accountable for the damage he has wrought. Yeah, yeah. And he needs – and it, we just like – because the message we're sending is that if you get elected president, you've hit the jackpot and the laws will never apply to you. Mm-hmm. Right. Exactly. I think uh, there's lots of opportunities to hold them legally accountable. D.C. is is stepping up now, uh, just like uh, New York City, just like the attorney general of uh, New York State and so on. There's opportunities there. There's congressional investigations. It, uh-huh. They don't have to charge anybody criminally if they did a commission. And then, you know, like the 9-11 commission. I think there absolutely needs to be one of those things, like a 9-11 commission for the Trump years. Glenn Kirshner calls it the Trump Crimes Commission. Irrespective of pardons, however the pardons suss out over the next 48 days, Congress can still do an entire report about all this shit and present evidence and all the rest of it. They can even make recommendations to Department of Justice, and Department of Justice won't be able to necessarily do anything if whoever's been pardoned, but at the same time, it goes on the record. And that's the most important thing. As long as it's there for posterity, as long as it's there for history, that's the real meaningful thing behind it. Certainly, it would be fun to see Donald Trump frog-marched into federal penitentiary. Make no mistake. Or even a state penitentiary like Danamora. You know, I'd love to see him (laughs) marched into Danamora. Uh, Those of you who saw Escape from Danamora on Showtime know exactly the kind of prison I'm talking about. I love that. And that's a state prison. (laughs) That was a state prison. That's a New York Mm -hmm. State prison. So that's entirely possible. Right now, Letitia James' investigation is merely civil against the Trump organization. Uh, So, but it can, yeah, absolutely. If they find something that's uh, worthy of criminal charges, they'll they'll charge (laughs) all the Trumps with criminal charges and the pardons can't do them a bit of good. So they're completely out of luck. Meanwhile, uh, speaking of things that we should be outraged by, Jared Kushner has been profiteering off of the fucking pandemic. Yeah. Yeah. This is. Uh, he has. I mean, Grifter's going to. I mean, this doesn't surprise me at all. It disgusts yeah. me, but it doesn't surprise me. Right, right. Newly released data shows that uh, properties owned by the Trump Organization and Kushner companies profited from pandemic relief programs. In total, it was more than 25 PPP loans worth more than 3.6 million fucking dollars. Mm. These fucking crooks. And I swear to God, if Jared Kushner or Kaylee McEnany or Stephen Miller or Ivanka Trump or whoever else from the administration shows up as a paid strategist on CNN, holy God, we need to raise hell if that happens. Because there is certain accountability that we can actually engage in ourselves. We don't need to wait for a prosecutor to do it. We All we got to do is hold these people accountable and make sure that they cannot operate in decent society anymore and spread their fucking toxic filth into the world. I mean, that is up to us. And if uh, we do not step up and do what we need to do as citizens, 
then yeah, of course Ivanka Trump's going to run for president. Of course Junior's going to run for president. Of course Lara Trump is going to run for, what, she's going to run for Senate in North Carolina or South Carolina, one of the Carolinas. If any of that happens, we will have failed to hold them accountable as citizens, irrespective of U.S. attorneys and prosecutors and so on. So there's that. Meanwhile, uh, a Republican lawmaker from Pennsylvania revealed on Monday that he has COVID-19. Confirming the positive test, and here's the uh, kicker, five days after he went to the White House to meet with Trump and went maskless at a packed public meeting in efforts to overturn Biden's victory. Well done. Oh, they're having a bunch of Christmas parties out there. (laughs) Inside. Pompeo's having one, yeah. Pompeo's having a huge one. It's like a debutante ball at State Department at Foggy Bottom. So, you know, people looking for sympathy for these people? No fucking way. I have zero sympathy. If I hear, like, like when I saw this news come down about this uh, Pennsylvania Republican getting it and taking it to the White House and showing up at this fucking uh, dog and pony show, the cynical cash grab to overturn the uh, election, I laughed my ass off. I just laughed and laughed and laughed. And that's all we can do at this point. Just laugh at these fucking dumb shits as they all give their money to Donald Trump and get infected with COVID, you know, to own the libs. <laughs> They're so smart. Such mm. smart people. Like Rudy Giuliani and his smart farts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, Jody Hamilton can be found at from-the-bunker.com. That is the From the Bunker podcast. You can also hear Jody Hamilton every Tuesday on the Stephanie Miller Show, stephaniemiller.com. You can watch it on Free Speech TV, which is what I do for three hours a day. Yes, indeed. Also, David T. Rex Ferguson's at astralsummer.bandcamp.com. Brand new single out today. It is called Sad Season. In case you're really yeah, feeling... come get our new song. Is it, is it about the Christmas, or is it a sad season in a more figurative, metaphorical sense? You know what? You can do anything you want with it. Okay. It's out of my hands. It's your song now, world. If you want to make it an anti-holiday carol. What's the opposite of a Christmas carol? A Christmas Karen? <laughs> <laughs> no, the, the Christmas Karen was this. The, the, pull, back, the pull book is completely off. <laughs> completely <laughs> off. That's Christmas off Karen. 30,000? <laughs> I'd say that pull book is off by uh, over 100,000. That pull book? <laughs> why don't you look at the registered voters on there? How many registered voters are on there? How many of them? How many are on there? No, shut up, guess. <laughs> Zero, zero, this is zero. Uh, she okay. said later. She says, uh, "I had to sign a thing to make sure I didn't break the law." Did you? Did you? Did you? Yeah. <laughs> like oh that God. has anything to do with it. Thank you, listeners. Thank you for getting through this with us. <laughs> yes, indeed. Oh, what a fun show. Okay, postmortem shows coming up next. There's still more. But wait, still more. It's coming up on our Patreon page, BobSeskaShow.com, for your convenience. Also, Patreon.com/slash/BobSeskaShow. It's the same thing. Or just click the all-caps Patreon link beneath the logo at bobseska.com, right? Bunch of different ways to do it. Sign up for $5 a month to get the post-mortem show. We'll see you over there, folks. Bye-bye. Bye. The holiday season is the one time of year we all get to indulge in our favorite traditions and feel like a kid again. And no matter what you celebrate, everybody shares in the spirit of giving, whether it's giving gifts to our favorite people 
or spreading cheer to everyone around you. This year, give yourself and the ones you love an opportunity to look as young as the season makes you feel with Plexiderm. Plexiderm is a clinically studied serum that gives your appearance the right kind of changes. Visibly reduce wrinkles, fine lines, and even under eye bags in just minutes. Plexiderm even works on laugh lines, number 11s, and crow's feet too. Take up to 10 years off your appearance in less than 10 minutes. The results are going to last for hours so you can relax surrounded by loved ones knowing you're always looking your best. Even better, Plexiderm doesn't involve any visits to a surgeon and it's cheaper than a round of hot cocos for you and your loved ones. You can try a six application trial pack for just $14.95 with free shipping when you visit buyplx.com slash sexyliberal or call 800-685-1292 and say the code sexyliberal. This order also comes with free shipping and a 30-day money-back guarantee. Make those wrinkles, lines, and under-eye bags disappear with Plexiderm. Visit buyplx.com slash sexyliberal or call 800-685-1292 and say the code sexyliberal at checkout. Thank you. 